Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself. Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and I'm excited about our guest today. They help businesses generate leads, add clients, and increase revenue using his 10 social media marketing secrets. He does this by leveraging over two decades of television and film experience, creating content that sets you as the expert in your field and separates you from your competitors. He is the founder, CEO, and, you know, all around amazing guy. Please introduce the, uh, please introduce, please welcome our guest, Armando Luduc, the CEO of Luduc Entertainment. Armando, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, man. Can you just like follow me around? Oh, I'm me at parties and, and stuff. If you want, it's a it's a, f- f- a small fee, about a thousand dollars an intro. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I, I like to think of myself as the uh, hype guy for everybody. Everybody wants a hype guy. I want to be that hype guy for uh, my guests and that. So yeah, we can talk afterwards about uh, paying me to be your personal hype my guy. Done. Done. Uh, but Armando, uh, thank you so much for being here. I'm I'm glad to be here, man. Um, this is um I I love the intro, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I try, I try. Uh, I paid big bucks for it, you know, over on Fiverr, uh, for it. So they they do a great job there. So, hey, some of the secrets I I reveal on my show. But uh, Armando, I would love for you just to give us a maybe a quick thirty second intro of about who you are and what do you do. My name is Armando Leduc. I'm a CEO of Leduc Entertainment, and um, I help companies or business owners uh, experience um, their stories on social media and just overall marketing. I, I help them tell their stories so that they can create some freedom in their life and and really just try and be their authentic selves. So helping them on that journey to discover who they are and be okay with it. I love that. And how did you get into it? Like, why did you decide? Because you had the experience in television and film, 20 years. Uh, w- what made it so that you wanted to jump into the entrepreneurial world? I- I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I started, my first business I started was uh, a Swing Latin and Ballroom studio. And I taught, um, you know, we were teaching uh, Swing Latin Ballroom in Augusta, Georgia, learned from a mentor, opened up my own studio, and that was at age 20. So I had, you know, so I had already, and 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 then I was like doing sales jobs. So I was always in the entrepreneurial mindset. I didn't just like do one thing. Hmm. Um, and so in 98, I auditioned for the school play. It was Grease. I got the lead. Started singing, loved it. Started acting, loved it. Um, then I started doing like a bunch of musical theater, community theater stuff. And then I started auditioning for for films. And I moved to New Orleans to pursue my acting career. 
and uh, in film. And so uh, since 2005, done, you know, over 60 television and film projects from, um, you know, Prison Break to Queen of the South to Green Lantern, um, you know. And so I, I was just on set all the time, started watching the the DPs and the directors and was paying attention and to, to the wording and why did they light something the way they lit it and why is location so important and why are these, you know, how are they breaking down the scripts and what are the rehearsals like? And so I started, you know, just kind of learning uh, from from the masters, you know, and I was like, man, I want to start doing my own projects. So I started, you know, producing my own films and, um, and I was like, man, I always had, like I said, I always had that in entrepreneurial mindset. So I was like, man, how can we take this concept from like Hollywood, you know, production and what all goes into like the development of, of a movie and bring it to a micro level and create content sort of on a micro level with that same sort of, sort of principle. And, uh, that's how I rebrand to LaDuke entertainment. And, um, yeah, it's just been great. I love it. I, I love it because you're, you are always learning. You're like, okay, how do we light something like entrepreneurs don't how to know how to light their video for this. And you're like, I'm on stage with people who have been being paid millions of dollars to do this. I'm going to learn from them. And then I'm going to disseminate the information. My God, you, you, you were in masterclass every single time you were on stage or on set. I mean, yeah, it was, um, I, I mean, and, and the, the, the cool thing is that you're, you can ask questions, right? Why, you know, what is, what, what, why are you lighting it this way? What is the three point lighting? You know, how are you creating this, this, this mood? Right. And it's like, oh, okay, this is, you know, this is how you're doing this, this is how you're doing that. And they were super, you know, super open and, um, and wanted to educate you, you know, so the more you ask questions, especially from an actor, right? Like <laughs> questions, right? Actors are like, I'm going to my honey wagon, call me when you need me, you know? And I'm just so upset. Just, absorbing the whole thing so in essence the director's favorite type of actor wanting to know everything so that you can pitch in whenever is any time is needed right <laughs> no the act that the, the directors definitely don't like the actors asking too many questions and giving their two cents they you know they trust that the the, the actors are going to bring something to the table that they hadn't thought of you know, but it also depends on the director, right? Like some directors are like, this is how we need to do it exactly this way. Don't veer off, you know? And then some, some directors are like, what do you want to do? How do you want to play it? You know? So, and I, and I always enjoyed working with directors that are like that, that are more like open and to collaborate. Let you, yeah. Let you do your own thing. Now, obviously you're, you're still, uh, I, I, I'm going to be generally honest i did take a look at your imdb and it's very impressive um, and, um i was like oh my god i didn't know you were in that film and I, now i want to go back and watch it because it is one of my favorite films and i love just jumping out and like watching and saying, oh i know this person i've talked to this person it's so much uh, it's so rewarding i find because you get to get a better connection to the film i find when you know yeah. someone nearly personal in a film so i'm looking forward to uh watching uh i think it's was it wasn't bad cop it was well, bad it, lieutenant. there we go bad lieutenant yeah want to uh rewatch that and see try and catch you in it and um definitely if i do i'm gonna put it on social media and tag you cause... oh you'll you'll see me i'm all over it man oh uh, so, yeah as I, i'll tell you a quick fun story about that so the uh the director warner herzog uh german guy and i grew up in germany 
Um, and so I came in and um, I, I, the, the, the clothes that I'm wearing in the movie are my clothes. Niggered. I was the one that like dressed myself. And I came in with a leather jacket, black tank top, beanie, sunglasses, leather pants, you know. And, um, and when I got the role, a uh, director was like, whatever you wore at the audition, can you please wear that in the movie? So it was, it was my wardrobe. No. Oh, that's, that's a, that's amazing. That's a nice feather. Yeah. Uh, or in your beanie, uh, as it is. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's more focus on, uh, some of your, your, your wins and successes in the entrepreneurial world, since you've been doing it for quite time, you did a, uh, a brick and mortar with your own school to where you're producing your own, uh, you're producing your own films and, uh, work. And now you're helping other entrepreneurs do the same thing. Business owners generate the leads that they look, um, is there like a moment in your career that just solidifies why you became an entrepreneur. Like you're like this, this memory, this moment, this win, whatever it may be is why I do what I do. I was, I was at, um, a friend of mine who I went to high school with, we, we, we were in the same neighborhood, grew up together, shenanigans, you know, during, uh, during our formidable years. Um, he started a company, he started a personal injury firm called Bader Scott. Um, and it's huge in Atlanta. I mean, it's $50 million law firm, you know, um, and he started during COVID, he started a company called eight figure firm where he became a consultant to other attorneys on how to scale their businesses to eight figures. And so he hired me to come out and this was actually the start of my like volume of content journey. Mm -hmm. for businesses because i came out and that's you know he's like i need like as much content as you can produce right and so it was like 20 to 50 pieces of content a month and so yeah, yeah. so we were learning that and, and he was like okay now i want you to help so and so and we want you to help so and so and help so and so and so so i started helping all of these other attorneys you know sort of scale their businesses with like content marketing and stuff and i saw these people going from like $700,000 a year in revenue to like 2.4 million in six months, like in six months. And I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, I can't take credit for, for all of it. Right. Like Lewis was the consultant and yeah. they, they implemented all the strategies, but, um, but I was involved in that process, you know, and, uh, he just bought, you know, he bought himself a Lamborghini and bought himself a lake house and I, we're over there shooting, you know, content on his lake house and on his boat. And I was like, I hope you're, hope you're enjoying this, you know, stuff that, that helped you build, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, cause, cause we still do content. Like we do content for him on a monthly basis, um, for like three years, right? Like he's, he's our longest standing client, but like, I saw how he single handedly like not just grew his, you know, law firm and his consulting business, but how he like just transformed all of these attorneys lives that they're now like eight figure, eight figure firms. And, uh, you know, and we had, and we had a hand in it, you know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, cool. I like that. Like, it's not, it's not something that is ethereal and, and a theory, you know, it's like, it was an actual, like in front of my own eyes, seeing that these people are like growing like crazy. So that was, that was a big, you know, big win for us as a company. Cause I, I, I can't say that it was my win. Cause if it wasn't for my team, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to, to do what I do. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a team effort. You know, when I look at my business now, I don't, I don't 
think of it as my business. I think of it as like me and my team's business, you know, cause we all grew it together. So I, yeah, one of the biggest ones. I like that. I like that shift from it's my business. Cause when you're a solopreneur, when you're one person, it is your business, it's your baby. And then when you start hiring people and if you continue thinking of it as yours, you're going to push those new hires out because they don't feel connected. But you saying like, it's a team effort because like you said, you couldn't take all the credit. You couldn't do it for 18 other lawyers to help them create that content. You'd be dead. Uh, yeah. So having a team and you go, okay, I trust you guys know what you're doing. I'm going to go do what I know what I'm doing. We're going to just build and build. And, and you impacted not only your employees, but these other lawyers and extensively their clients and their families. Like it's a yeah. trickle, the true trickle down economics, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, we have the hand, you know, part of my goals is to, is to impact, you know, millions of people's lives. And, and you know, if I, if I sit back and think about how many people I've been able to help and then them, them being able to help those other people, like, yeah, we're definitely at, at, at millions of people that we've helped in some capacity, you know what I mean? So. What, what, what is it like? What, what, what is it like when a client comes to you and they're just like, I need content. Like what's the first kind of step that you take with them? First step is, um, vision, mission, and core values. Uh, have you ever read the book EOS, uh, the traction book? I have not, but it is now on my uh, list of books to read. It's great. It's a fantastic book. Um, it, it, it talks about like, it's the entrepreneurial operating system. And it all starts with like your VTO, right? Your vision, mission, and core values. And what it, what exactly are you doing and why are you doing it? Right? Cause once we start there, then everything else kind of falls into place. Simon Sinek wrote a book on start with why, which is also a good book, but like that's where it all starts. And if you can get everybody on board with what your vision is, then that becomes your story. Right. And that's where we start in terms of like, what's the development? How are we developing the story? Who are we developing it for? Who are you helping? What's your target? audience right and is this movie um a, a rom-com or is it a horror movie or is it you know like what's the what's the theme of of who you are are you a funny business are you more you know straight laced and and that's totally cool like however you want to be presented that's what we're going to sort of lean into right so all of that stuff happens in the development phase where we're figuring out vision mission core value audience and that's where we sort of start and then once we figure that out then we can go into the the writing of the topics and the and the, the scripts and all of that like what exactly are we going to shoot so that when we shoot and we put out content it resonates with the people you're trying to reach right because if you have a good sense of humor then put it out there, right? If you're a sports person, put it out there. If you like travel, put it out there, right? Like you're not just an attorney, right? Like what else is there about you that we want to talk about, right? And we we start to call those your content pillars, right? So um, so it's all like you know who 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 you are, what is it, how you help, right? And then the other things about you that that you want to kind of put out story wise. Oh, I like that. I like that. And I, I love uh, the suggestion of the EOS because it is like looking back, I'm like, I'm going to definitely read that because everybody needs an operating system. Like the computer I'm using has an operating system. The phone that I have, have has one. It just updated recently too on top of it, you know, as we're, uh, as we're recording. So entrepreneurs need an operating system. It's not the first time I've heard uh, that you need a process, an operating system, uh, a guide 
So it's it's good to be constantly be reminded like, hey, you need that that uh, straight lace at least to start, and then you can grow from it. Um, when did you figure out your operating system? Like, when did you figure out your path? And you're like, this is this is what works for me. I mean, when I got mentorship, you know, so so Lewis, who who started that business, he also was like, Armando, you got a million dollar business. You just don't know how to get there. And I was like, all right. And so he's like, um, it'll be twenty five hundred a month to mentor with me. And I was like, uh, and he was like, yeah, but he was like, what when you make the decision and you come out of pocket and you really like commit and invest in it, then you're going to do something about it. So like when I tell you to do the things that I need you to do to implement the strategy so that you can grow, you're actually going to do it because you have stake in the game. I can give you this information for free, but you're not going to, yeah. there, there won't be any sense of urgency behind it. Yeah. There's no, no there's no fire. There's no yeah. fire. Yeah. So, so when you're spending $2,500 a month, which is more than you were paying for your home, you know, you're, you're, um, you know, you're going to implement the strategies. And here's the thing, like not a lot of people, um, have the courage to, to step out of their comfort zone like that, but it's when you step out of that comfort zone, you're going to figure out things about yourself and you're really going to grow to that level, right? Like you can't grow, can't grow out of that level unless you get uncomfortable and like really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's spending twenty five hundred dollars a month uh, of money that you're like, well, this could have been this is three months worth of rent. Now I'm down to only next month, uh, and you you that urgency is there, and you 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 kick yourself in the, the butt to keep it going. You know, you find you the old adage, lie, cheat, and steal your way to to, to fame. Maybe not so much, but you figure out a way. You you you're you're hustling in the truth. You do sense of them but look word. look i i saw that he had a track record it wasn't like i you know it wasn't like i was putting my trust in somebody that i hadn't already seen that he was doing it for other people so it was easy for me to go okay yeah i see and then it's so funny how predictable it is it really is it truly is because one of the things he says is you know the speed of growth in your business is tied to the speed of implementation if you implement fast you'll grow fast now are you doing the right things? Like you got to listen to the right people because if you implement the wrong things fast, you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, you can tank your business very quickly, you know? So, you know, making sure that you have the right mentor um, will help you get to where you want to go, you know, so you just got to trust it. I love it. I love it. Um, I do want to touch on, you do have 10 secrets to social media uh, growth and marketing uh, for business owners. I want to touch on one of them. One that you think may be underserved currently in in the in the in the space that marketing content creators are all, all talking about. What is one of your ten secrets that you want to share with us? Um, in the content, like the creation process, like in the the writer's room, as you would, and I treat, yeah. I treat the uh, I treat that development or the the topic creation and the writing of the content just like they do like a writing room in a um, for a sitcom right you get your writing room together you get your brainstorming you know and so what we do is like we have every month we sort of kind of go through the analytics of what has been working what's the through line through all of the videos that we create because we i think we're editing close to 500 videos a month right now so yeah it's 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 a lot it's a lot <laughs> so we go okay you know and we'll talk to the social media manager and we'll go okay what what are the highest viewed videos, right? Of, of all of our, of all of our clients. And we go, okay, this is a, 
these are pretty consistently high, high views. Right. And so we're like, okay, well, why aren't we doing more of those? And I'll, um, ones that do really well are like your top fives. So I know every city has like their, uh, their alternative newspaper that comes up with like, you know, the, the, the top five or the top list, the best of list, like the best place to get a burger, best place to get a pizza, best bartender, best bar, best waiter, best comedian. Yeah. People love it. Mm -hmm. Right. So what we do is for each business that we, that we, uh, do content for, we always have at least three or four top five lists for their, you know, for their neighborhood. Right. So like we're in Fort Lauderdale right now and I'm shooting content for, uh, one of my attorneys here. He has a, uh, um, property and casualty, uh, firm here in Fort Lauderdale called Wendy law. And so we'll have him do, um, top five places to get a burger, top five places to get seafood, top five places to watch live music, you know? And then when we put it out there and we tag those businesses, they retag us, they follow us, they share our stuff. And so now we're engaging. So if you guys are looking for an easy way to, you know, connect with your neighbors, in your in your city and like just increase your engagement and, and increase like what people are saying because then people start to go dude are you really serious you're saying that this is like the best restaurant that's not the best restaurant man you got to try blah 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 and so it starts to like you know well, conflict, yeah so. it's the the controversy factor that always works if you put, the best way to get engagement is put a wrong opinion online <laughs> There you go. Or just put an opinion online, uh, then it's it's out the way. Or just say something unfactually true, and people will correct you, uh, and you'll have thousands of comments in a moment. Um, I think that's great. I love the idea of a top ten or top five list mm-hmm. for businesses in the area. And not only that, you can work with your fellow business owners because I know there's a lot of merchants associations that have connections, and you go, "Hey, let's do a top five list." we all come together and decide who has the best burger or, you know, we rank our burgers or whatever it is. And you're all helping together grow and everybody wins in that case. Yep. So that's a, um, that's a quick, that's a quick, easy little hack for you. If you're out there trying to create content and you want to connect with possible referral partners. That's even bigger. That's, that's, it's a win-win on every, on every plate. Um, I can't believe no one has I'm glad you, you said this. Cause like, like I asked you, like, this is not something people talk about and this is just genius, easy way of doing it. Cause you can just go to any other website that's already been voted. If there's a voting, you just go and you talk about that. My God, look at this crazy, crazy. Um, or knowledge- that you, you know, I'll tell you there's a, um, there's a, I mean, so funny. Her name is, um, Mackenzie Barman. You follow her on Instagram? I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm in Canada, so I follow a lot of Canadian content creators. Got it. Uh, yeah. So Mackenzie Barman, if you follow, if you check her out on Instagram, she is hilarious. I've been wanting to get her on on my show for for a while, right? She got a really big following, and I follow her. I think she's funny. I I put on there, you know, the top five uh, people you need to be following on Instagram, and she commented. She was like, "Oh my God, I'm so honored. Thank you so much." And, uh, and then we start a conversation, you know, and now I'm going to have her on my show and, you know, so it's, it's just starts that it just really goodwill, you know, another book you should read called the go-giver. Have you read it? No, but I've heard of it. I've heard of it and how amazing it is. Uh, I think it's definitely good. When you think uh, about giving first, it's, it, you know, makes changes everything super fast. Mm-hmm.
because it plays into that uh, human need of reciprocation. Yeah. When you give something, people are feel already indebted. They have to give give you that, and it falls into Robert Greene's Forty Eight Laws of Power and all yep. this human psychology. And I think that's a genius. I really love the idea. Like I was thinking restaurants for podcasts, but it's also like, hey, these are my top five entrepreneur podcasts or top five episodes. And oh my God, like the the abundance of material. It's endless. It's endless. Yeah, it is. It is a con constant endless. I love listicles now. Um, I used to hate them, but now I, I'm like, oh my God, they're, they're genius. A thousand ideas are popping off in my head. Um, yeah. But I, I do want to know, Armando, I want to jump into the future uh, five years. Not my finger, five years. We're five years now. You're obviously probably eight, nine-figure entrepreneur, uh, maybe even a 10-figure entrepreneur. Who knows? Uh, but what is it that, you, where do you want to be, Armando? Where do you see yourself in uh, five years? Pretty much doing the same thing that I'm doing now, just at a different, you know, in a different space. I, I just, I went to a, um, went to this conference called the visionary summit a couple of months ago. And, um, I got to hear this doctor, uh, Dr. Steve, Steve Young, amazing guy. And he was talking about, he, he did an exercise. He said, I want you guys to think about yourself on the last day that you're alive. Think about yourself on the last day of your life. And then I want you to write from that, from that person's perspective to you right now. And I want you to use your non-dominant hand and I want you to write down what you would tell yourself. Don't judge it, just start writing, right? And I wrote down, um, have it, I have it already, I still have it written, but like, it was like, you don't have to try anymore. You, you already have everything that you need, right? So like, stop trying, right? And just just start living right and it's like damn cool <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's like you're not you're no longer trying right it's like you're living in this game instead of like the gap right too many people are living living according to the ideal right they're living to that that next step right and that's why people that are always like you know they're at seven figures they're going to get to eight figures at eight figures they're going to get to nine figures and then that's all they're focused on right instead of where am i coming from what are the gains that I've had, you know, and I'm always living in the gain, not to say that you don't stay driven, but like you're, you're basing yourself on where you have been and not necessarily on where you want to go. Right. And when you stop judging yourself on those two extremes, and there's really good books called the gap in the game written by Dan Sullivan. And he just talks, he talks about that. He's like, you know, stop living in the future, you know, and start being grateful for what you have and where and how far you've come you know, and let that be the barometer. And so now I just live my life in this way of trying to live by decreasing and not by amassing. Right. So I'm constantly purging according to another book I've read, uh, the magical, the, the, the magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. Well, she does it for, you know, she does it for like how dare you think. Yeah. Right. But I'm doing it for my digital life. Right. Like how am I purging my digital life and like consolidating marrying and then letting things go. And so on a con consistent basis, I'm trying to purge, you know, and sort of live in, live in harmony of, of, of what I have going on today. And like the journey, like being present here, right. With you right now, like this is where I'm at. This is all I have. This the right now is all I have. So am I liking this? Am I enjoying it? You know? And so I'm like, yeah, I love it. 
I love it. So this is what I'm going to be doing for forever. You know what I mean? Because I love it. I love, oh my God. I love that. I did more books. I, I can't wait to get the transcript of this just to copy all the books and just put them in my audible just to listen to them. Cause it's, I know the book is going to be uh, paying dividends. And obviously if you're listening, the show notes will have links to Amazon, uh, so that you can pick up these books and, you know, send a few dollars my way through Amazon. But, um, I'm under, we are coming near the end, which I hate. Because uh, I'm already, I, I want to have you back on because I want to deep dive deeper into all the strategies that you have and all your knowledge that you have amassed. Because uh, I think you're like someone who probably will be able to be a mentor for a lot. However, I'm going to ask you to be a mentor to yourself. I'm going to snap my fingers. I have young Armando here. He's 10 years old, bright, full of hair. I don't know if you had hair at 10, but I'm going to assume you did. Um, I did. Thank God. Um, what single piece of advice do you have for 10 year old Armando? That I'm normal. Um, you know, growing up, I was sort of considered the black sheep of the family cause I thought different. And, um, it was, I, I, I only recently experienced validation for who I am based on a book, another book called driven. And it's based on, on, on the individuals that are out there that are like super driven individuals that didn't do well in high school, that were like always considered, you know, disruptive and didn't, you know, just weren't in the, the, the school model. Right. And it was just like, always like Armando, why don't, why, why do you always have to do things the way you do them? You know, like, can't you be more like your sister? Can't you be more like this person, you know? And it's like, after reading that book, I was like, man, I was normal the whole time. It was just, everybody else was trying to make me feel like I was not, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't thinking the way they did. And I wasn't thinking and, and, and them thinking the way they thought is okay. They're normal too. But I, but I was made to feel abnormal. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I could go back and just be like, Hey man, keep doing what you're doing. You're normal. It's okay. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with you. Right. No, that's, that's amazing advice. And it, it's, it's true. Like w w speaking with so many different visionaries and entrepreneurs like yourself, we're technically outcasts. We're because we're not thinking the same. We see a problem. We have to solve it instead of just saying, well, that's the problem. We have to live with it and just continue on. No, I want to solve that problem. And we're always thinking differently than everybody else. Mainstream society without us, probably progress wouldn't be as speedy as it is uh, today. Um, Armando, I can't thank you enough. I'm going to jump off stage to thank you again. I'm going to let you let my audience know where they can connect with you, how they can support you, how they can work with you. If they're looking for, uh, someone to handle all their content, uh, marketing like you do. So the floor, sir, is yours. Cool. Um, Armando LaDuke, you can Google me. I'm all over the place. Uh, but LaDukeEntertainment.com, uh, you can, you can find me. You can also find me as a social marketing king. Um, I, I just got branded that by, uh, the guy that wrapped my truck on accident. So, um, so I'm the social marketing king as well. So you can find me there and, uh, I'm super responsive. I have my team. So we, if, if you need us, we will be there. Awesome. Armando, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on, sharing your wisdom and just being an amazing guest on my podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. This is great. You're great at this. You're good at this. Thank you. You know, 10 years. 
10 years. I think I, I, I would have been 10 uh, for this podcast. It's three next month. Uh, oh. Podcasting in general, 10 years. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Thank you. Really good at this. <laughs> good for you. I try. I try. Every day is uh, every episode. I'm constantly worried that I'm going to flub up and make it a horrible episode. But by the end of it, I always get praise. So I think I'm doing somewhat good. So thank you very much for that praise. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, I can't thank Armando enough and to my audience for listening. Check out the show notes down below to connect with Armando. Check out the books he suggested because if it's helped him, you know it's going to help you. And always remember to invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Phil Better Stories of Monetization Moguls or Making Moguls is what I do. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. But I want to thank you very much for listening. And as always, remember to invest.